Hello everybody and welcome back to I Hate the IWC, a pro wrestling solo podcast. Today we are talking about my personal five favourite picks to win the Men's 2023 Royal Rumble. If you enjoy, please do share, like the podcast, give me some feedback, follow the Twitter accounts that are linked in the description below wherever you are listening to this episode. But without further ado, let's just jump straight into the show. So really, I think there's two very obvious picks who everybody seems to think will win the Rumble. And honestly, I think it will be between these two. I'm not going to spoil any names now, but I think most people can work out who I'm referring to. I then think there's one outside pick who I think is my personal favourite choice, and I'm going to save him till last, who I would love to see win it. But I don't think they're going to do that this time round. Again... People who watch the product and, and, you know, are switched on with it can probably work out who I'm talking about, but I don't want to give away names before we actually get into it because it ruins the suspense of the episode. But I think there are three names that are circulating around the most, and that's kind of it. And although I'm very, very excited for this rumble, um, it's weird because it's predictable and not predictable. I think it's predictable in the sense that I don't see an outsider winning this rumble. But it's unpredictable because out of the three most obvious names, I don't know which way they're going to go. Specifically out of the two that I mentioned, it really does depend on a certain name and whether or not he wants to return. I think you all can work out, obviously, who I'm talking about. And I'm going to talk about him first anyway. But very quickly, the other two names I've come up with are complete wildcards. And I'm not going to start with those two because I feel like if I just start with them... Anybody new to the show will hear them and they'll be like, oh, what's this guy talking about? Obviously, that person's not going to win. That's the point. I wanted to make it a list of five because I thought if I just spoke about the three most obvious people, it's just boring. Everyone's talking about them. So I wanted to come up with a couple of my own personal ideas. Um, One of the ideas I've come up with is somebody who I think will win a Royal Rumble one day and will definitely be a world champion one day. Good luck working out who that is if, if, if you want to have a go, but I'll get to it in a few minutes, obviously. The other one is just I think it could be a really, really cool moment if they did it and went on to fight for the world title at WrestleMania. So there are your two clues. I'm going to slip them in a little bit later in the episode, um, but I, honestly, I, I don't think either of them will win it. But we'll get to that in a minute. Let's start with the most obvious one and the guy who I gave you a clue to earlier. Obviously, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the most... Um, I guess predicted people. I think a lot of people believe he's going to return. Obviously, WrestleMania is in Hollywood. Roman Reigns being the champion, being related to The Rock. Obviously, Roman's gimmick is being the head of the table and essentially the head of the Anawahi family. Um, So it would make sense for The Rock to come back and to challenge him for pride. It is, however, a pick I'm not fully on board with. I don't particularly want The Rock to come back and challenge for the belt. I'd love The Rock to come back. I want to make that very clear. And if The Rock's music hits at any point between now and Mania, I'll be going crazy because I love The Rock. He wouldn't be my choice, though. And honestly, the main reason why is I just think it's too predictable. And I'd say that's probably been my major criticism of Roman Reigns' run as champion. And I say that sort of loosely because it's been a fantastic title reign. Obviously, it's been one of the best of the modern era. I think that's fairly safe to say. But 
a lot of his matches have been predictable. And that's fine at some points, especially on like a B pay-per-view, for example, when he fought Logan Paul in Saudi Arabia. They had a good match. Everybody knew Roman was going to win, but it was just a way to tick things over, to give both men something to do, something a little bit different, to give the live crowd something exciting. It gave them an excuse to bring Jake Paul in, which was another name that they could plaster over their social media. And, and it was good. Unfortunately, it ended up with Logan Paul getting a really serious injury, which was a shame, but... You know, that is wrestling, unfortunately, sometimes. So that's okay. But for the big pay-per-views, specifically WrestleMania, I need to be on the edge of my seat watching it. I need to believe that there is a genuine chance that Roman can lose the belt. And that's why I think, for me, my favorite match of his entire reign was the triple threat, him, Daniel Bryan, and Edge, because it really was like anybody could have won it for any specific reason. And I I loved it for for that. I, I just don't think we've had it enough in this reign. But this WrestleMania now, because of how far into the rain we are, and because people are, you know, we love the bloodline and everything, but we are ready to see something different. This year, it is truly plausible that Roman could drop the belt. But if he faces The Rock, I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I just would like to think, especially under the new creative team. I mean, look, we'll talk about that again at some point. You know, who knows where the creative team will be in the next few months? Who knows if Triple H will still be here at WrestleMania? We're all speculating at the moment. But I think as it is right now, they wouldn't put the belts on The Rock. They wouldn't waste this incredible opportunity to, you know, create a star who dethrones Roman on somebody who is already a star and may come back, but won't come back for very long. However, I would say if you're asking me to predict who's going to win it, I would predict The Rock, I think. And look, I'd be I'd be buzzing if he came back. I'd be disappointed if he won the titles. I'd be disappointed if that was the WrestleMania main event. I'd love to see him fight Roman. Maybe Roman could do double duty. That could main event night one and Roman could have a title match on night two, potentially. I think whatever happens, they, they are going to go with this just because, and, and it's hard. WWE is the biggest wrestling company in the world, it's the richest, and there's a reason for that, because sometimes they just have to make business decisions, and under the new regime, I, st- I still think that has to happen, I still think so, Triple H can't just run this company like he ran NXT, they've got to make money, and this is one of their best opportunities, The Rock is not only such a big star in wrestling that he'd bring older fans back to watch the product momentarily, he's such a big star in the world that he would bring casual wrestling fans and people who don't even watch wrestling i honestly think would watch wrestlemania just to see the rock because he's got such a big cult following um i could be wrong there maybe like his movie fans just don't care but i think he's such a big star that it would be a massive deal i think it would just be everywhere i think everyone would explode and look i don't have that nostalgia feeling with the rock obviously i'm a big rock fan I was, you know, watching when he came back, when he won the spinner belt, etc. I obviously have watched and love his movies. And as a big wrestling fan, I've gone back and watched certain bits of his Attitude Era run. Obviously, like Mania X7, for example. I've watched plenty of The Rock, and I really, really like him. And he's, you know, undoubtedly one of the greatest of all time. I just don't have that nostalgic connection where, for me, it'd be worth wasting this moment i'd much rather see not necessarily a younger talent but you know somebody who hasn't been in this situation before and somebody who has a genuine chance of dethroning roman so for that reason and for everything i've explained my prediction is that rock will win the rumble the only thing that will stop it happening i think well let's just put it this way if wwe can get rock to agree to return i think he'll win the rumble and go on to wrestlemania 
because that's just going to get clicks. It's just going to sell the product more. It's going to bring people in. It's going to bring old fans back. Everything we've already gone over. And as much as I want to criticise them for it, I can't blame them. They've got to make money. They've got to, you know, capitalise on that opportunity. The only thing that will stop it happening is if The Rock doesn't agree to come back. And to be fair, we've had no confirmation that he is going to come back. I think the way it's going to play out is a little bit similar to the CM Punk situation. I don't think anybody will be able to 100% confirm that he's coming back before it happens. But I reckon, as I'm recording this, we've still got a couple of weeks until the Rumble. I think by the night of it, we'll be fairly confident on it happening. We'll just not be 100% sure. So you'll still get that you know, boost of people following it in case he turns up. But you'll also get that incredible explosion when his music hits because it is still a surprise. So my prediction is that Rock wins the Rumble, especially, you know, if he turns up. But it wouldn't be my choice, which leads me on to I'm now going to go through my two wild cards. And then I'll finish with the two other sort of predictable guys who I'd be very happy if either of them won, if that makes sense. So without further ado, my first wild card pick is Gunther. So when I said at the start of the episode that one of the names on this list, one of the wild cards would be someone who I believe one day will probably win a Royal Rumble, but will definitely win a world title in WWE. I was, of course, talking about Gunther. I think he's one of the best talents I've got in the company. I think his IC title run so far has been fantastic. His match against Sheamus at Clash of the Castle was my favourite match of the year. I just think he's awesome, and it took me a while to... Uh, get into him after his reinvention and you know leaving Imperium and the name change because I just hated it because I was such a big Walter fan and I just felt that Vince just came in and he just ripped that away just for the sake of you know wanting to put one of those fake WWE names on him so that he couldn't you know use his name elsewhere etc etc we we know why they do it and it really really bugged me but he's so good that even I had to turn around eventually and just go, do you know what? Walter did fantastic stuff. Gunther is also doing fantastic stuff. Even if, the, I don't know if like in canon, are they meant to be the same person or separate? It, it confuses me, to be honest. Like, I get muddled up with it. But he's doing so well as Gunther anyway. I, I can just look at him as his own person now. He's fantastic. And 100% will be a world champion in a major wrestling company. I really, really hope it's WWE. I, I know like he's the sort of guy put him in AEW. You could have some incredible matches and, and whatever. But he's doing so well in the company. Do I think it's going to happen this year? No, I, I really doubt it. And honestly, I don't think it needs to happen this year because he's still the IC champion. And I think the IC belt now and his IC title run deserves to have a big WrestleMania match. I think the IC title has just been so misused and, and not given any respect on big pay-per-views over the last few years. He can put that respect back on one of the most prestigious belts in wrestling. And I'd love to see him have like a big name match not necessarily like a five-star classic I'd love him to do Sheamus again that'd be fantastic but I'd also love like a Brock Lesnar or a Goldberg I know some for some people that is just completely the opposite of what they want to see they want to see him put on these wrestling classics but I would quite like to just see him get a huge win and really elevate the IC title however in this sort of fancy world, as I said, I was struggling to think of two names other than the most obvious three to talk about here because I just don't see anybody other than those three winning the Rumble. But if Gunther won it, I would be absolutely shocked, but I'd be all for it. 
I mean, Gunther being the one to dethrone Roman and to main event at WrestleMania, that would absolutely strap a rocket to him. And imagine him keeping the IC title. Imagine he, imagine he pulled double duty, defended the IC belt against someone like Lesnar on night one, then won the undisputed title on night two. You can say that they don't need to give him that moment because he's already on that trajectory to being a star and somebody else can have it. But I just think you would create a megastar just like that in one night and it'd be incredible. He's going to do it one day, probably not this year, but if I'm looking at like outsider choices to be a little bit random and just to make it a bit more interesting, he'd absolutely be up there on my list. Which leads me, I'm just going to get my other wild card out of the way now. I'm going to do this one quickly because there's only one reason why I'm saying his name. He's the complete opposite end of the scale to Gunther. It's Edge. So there's a lot of rumours flying around at the moment that Edge won't be far off retiring. Truthfully, I think he's going to retire at WrestleMania 40, so in a year and a couple of months, just because I think it's obviously a, a decade WrestleMania. It's a major one. I don't think we've had any sort of build to Edge's retirement just yet, so I think what we'll do is we'll get past this WrestleMania and then we'll start the sort of final year of Edge where he'll go on a little bit of a of a streak of you know good matches fighting people maybe he's never fought before maybe fighting some old rivals just basically give him one year as a send-off and then a big final wrestlemania match and he'll leave with his head held high i, I think that's how it's going to go and i think it'll be fantastic i think wrestlemania 40 is going to be such a special wrestlemania and you need to have quite a few big moments and that will be one of them that'll be one of the big ones um, I'll be very sad when Edge retires, by the way. I'm so happy that he came back. How awesome has it been? And obviously, he's won a Royal Rumble since he came back. Why do I think he might win this one? Again, I, I don't think it's going to happen. This is probably the most least likely one on this list, and it's probably my least favourite one, to be honest. But basically, I, I thought of it for three words. Streak versus career. One of my favourite WrestleMania matches of all time, Taker Michaels, two... Obviously, Michaels lost him and he retired. Redoing that, Roman versus Edge, Edge's final match being at WrestleMania, would be a very, very awesome moment, and I think they'd have a fantastic match. Honestly, I think there's two issues with it. Firstly, the same stuff that I said for The Rock, basically, is I'd rather see a younger guy get given the opportunity. Secondly, I think it's just too predictable. I think because there are rumours that Edge is not far off retiring, everybody, you know, it, a couple of years ago when it was Edge, Brian and Roman in the triple threat, it was unpredictable. Honestly, anybody could have won. This time around, though, I think it would just be too obvious that Roman is going to win. I mainly put this in there, though, because Streak versus Career is a very, very exciting WrestleMania match. And I think Edge deserves it. You know, I think some people think he might retire at SummerSlam. I just don't see him getting past next year's WrestleMania, but I think he can get to it. I, I think he's got a little bit more in the tank than retiring in, what, three months' time. But if he is going to you know, not make it to WrestleMania 40, I'd rather see him retire at WrestleMania 39 because he's such a, you know, a big wrestling star. He deserves that massive send-off in a huge arena. I, I'd love to see it. I just I don't think this is the way to do it. I just think it's an idea. You know, Let's say... They don't think it's the time to pull the trigger on Roman losing the belt, but they don't want to give like a young guy the opportunity to challenge for it and lose. You know, obviously, their number one choice would be The Rock, bringing an older guy who can afford to lose but would be a really good match with a really good story. If The Rock doesn't join, though, you're trying to look for somebody else. Edge and Streak versus Career probably isn't the worst choice in the world. It may, may be one of those sort of scenarios where it's a WrestleMania night one main event 
and you could maybe use this as an opportunity to you know give the women their first wrestlemania night two main event because as awesome as it's been having like sasha and bianca main event at wrestlemania i think we all agree that that now that wrestlemania is a two-night thing the real wrestlemania main event is wrestlemania night two's last match so you could use it as that because i think edge roman isn't that big of a match in that sort of sense so i'd happily have it on night one but it was just an idea as you can tell i I really don't think there's that many options to win this royal rumble unless you you know you can start throwing out some random names like someone who i tweeted about the other day Big E. would love to see Big E come back and win the royal rumble i just don't see it happening edge is one of those scenarios where i don't think it's ever gonna happen but there's like a slight chance they could run with it if you know certain things happen. For for example, it's definitely the least likely on this list though. Edge and Gunther. There's a reason I called them wild cards. I don't think they're going to happen. But hey, we're just sharing ideas. I'd love to hear your guys' opinions. Don't give me the obvious ones, but please do tweet me at I hate the IWC. I've already said it's in the description, or my personal ones also in there. Tell me your like most controversial or most ridiculous pick who might win the Rumble. But anyway, before everybody clicks off because they think I'm just spouting nonsense about Edge winning the Royal Rumble because it's not going to happen, let's talk about the two most obvious ones. Let's start with what who I think is everybody's pick to win it. Of course, Cody Rhodes. Now, I think he's the most popular pick amongst fans. I think if you surveyed every single member of the WWE Universe and asked them who they'd like to see win it, Cody would come out on top. I think the most likely one is The Rock. My choice is the guy I'm going to say last. It's not either of them. But with that being said, if Cody did come back and win the Rumble, I'd be absolutely made up. I think I think it's just gone perfectly. You know, I think him coming back, obviously having some great matches, especially with Seth Rollins, you know, and obviously he's been on a winning streak. He's technically not lost, has he, since he came back, I don't think. Also, the Hell in a Cell match, I think, just put him over as like, a big star, a bigger star than he already was. It was, I think, it was match of the year. It was voted um, incredible. Also, I think the fact that he's been out injured in this case would help him if he won the rumble. Obviously, you could say no if he'd been here for you know the last six months, he'd have had more matches, he'd have got more over. But I think that pop when he comes back and the fact that because he's only had a few matches, we're still desperate to see more from him. He's also still undefeated. I think all of it coming together. If he came back and won the rumble he'd be massively over. It'd be awesome. I also think he falls into a really, really good and specific category that not a lot of people do fall into. I think he's a big enough star that it'd be plausible that he would beat Roman. So what I mean by that is I think there are some people who you could say it'd be really cool if they beat Roman, but it's just not believable because Roman has literally beaten everybody. So if you look at Roman's run, he's beaten Brock multiple times, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, etc. If he were to then lose to, I don't know, like Bron Breaker, you'd be like, well, that, well, that's cool. That they, you know, strapping a, ro- a rocket to Bron Breaker, but I'm not really buying it. Whereas Cody is enough of a star where it, it would be plausible. However, he's not a big enough star that it wouldn't do him the world of good. He's obviously not been a world champion in a major company. No, to say major though, I don't want to upset everyone. I mean, one of like the big boys. He's not sort of been the guy um you know he he, obviously he felt like the guy in AEW, but he never held the belt he's never held the belt in wwe and if you remember back the sorry if you remember back to his first pay-per-view the raw after wrestlemania he said he came back to wwe to win the wwe championship because it is the one thing that his dad couldn't do so it would really really sort of wrap that up nicely 
And I think, honestly, I think it could be a blessing for Monday Night Raw as well, because obviously Cody was always a Raw guy, and I think they'd stick with that when he came back, and they need something. And Cody coming back and having that sort of three months after he's won the Rumble and, you know, like challenging and calling out the bloodline and whatever and having a couple of matches, getting back into it, would be really good for Raw. But also then after WrestleMania, when he's the champion, it'd be really, really good. And I think then you can move the blood, you know, keep the bloodline on SmackDown and they can do their thing and they can implode and whatever. And we all want to see Roman without the belt and what that's going to be like. And you can keep Cody on Raw put the main belt back on you know what is supposed to be the a show because it's longer and i think everybody's happy but yeah cody he isn't my first choice but it would be really really good he absolutely deserves it he'd become a mega star he could go on a fantastic run honestly there's so many names out there that he could then have feuds with for the championship obviously seth rollins was is no doubt going to try and get back in there at some point but the possibilities there were just endless it'd be fantastic he isn't my first choice however my first choice is Sami Zayn. Now, I don't think I really need to explain why it would be so awesome if Sami won the Rumble. Obviously, all of the Bloodline stuff has been incredible. I don't even think I'd sit here and try and fancy book it because between the Bloodline themselves and Heyman and Creative, they've just nailed everything since they brought Sami in. I think the faction was going a little bit stale. You know, all of that Brock Lesnar stuff. We, we were getting a little bit tired with it. But Sammy's come in, obviously they brought Solo in at Clash at the Castle, and they've just completely reinvented it. It's now easily one of the best factions we've seen, probably in WWE history. They're that over at the moment, and we all know that at some point Sammy's going to get kicked out. I remember actually me and my uncle watched uh, a SmackDown show not too long ago, and he doesn't watch wrestling anymore, he used to, and he sort of pointed out, like, Sammy just doesn't fit in with the bloodline at all, and, you know, he doesn't, and that's, you know, to someone who doesn't watch the product, immediately immediately they see this guy in a Samoan faction, he doesn't fit there, um, so we all know that he's going to get kicked out eventually, or maybe he'll turn on them, who knows, um, but obviously him winning the Royal Rumble would be an amazing way to do it, and it'd be an incredible story, you know, you could have vignettes with Roman sort of telling Sammy, you're going to enter the Royal Rumble. You have to win it for me. I need you to win so that I can have WrestleMania off. And obviously, everyone at that point would probably expect Sammy to lose because it's always interesting when Sammy sort of fails Roman because it adds another layer and it you know gets you closer to that feeling of Roman's going to kick him out. But if Sammy actually won, it'd be incredible. You know, he'd probably earn Roman's trust completely. Roman would obviously, you know, he'd, he'd be strutting about. He'd be like, well, I can have wrestlemania off you know sammy's either just gonna fight me but he'll just lie down and let me pin him or maybe sammy can go and fight somebody else maybe he'll fight gunther or he can fight for the nxt title obviously sammy is not gonna betray the tribal chief and you know over the course of a couple of months you you play into it maybe roman and kevin owens have another match at elimination chamber in Sammy's hometown and Roman just takes it too far with the Kevin Owens beatdown and that's the trigger for Sammy where he turns and becomes a babyface and announces he's gonna challenge for the title I mean honestly it just gives me goosebumps thinking about it and if they did that I mean I would be going absolutely mental it'd be incredible but the moment is there the reason I think people aren't going for it and would prefer Cody is firstly Cody's just awesome and Cody 
Cody probably feels more like he's on the cusp of being a world champion than Sammy does, just because we've had quite a few years now of Sammy being a comedy character. And even in the bloodline, he's a comedy character. He doesn't necessarily feel like a world champion yet. But I would remind people that under Triple H and NXT, Sami Zayn was the ultimate babyface who rose and rose and rose and became that champion. And all it needs is that switch. That switch when Sami leaves the bloodline, either being kicked out or he turns on them, he will instantly become the most over babyface, I'm going to say in wrestling. And at that point, you have it. You have the story. And it'd be an example of Cody beating Roman would just be a fantastic moment and it'd be a great wrestler versus a great wrestler and Cody would become a star. Sami Zayn winning the world title would not only be a great wrestler becoming champion, but it'd be the ultimate end to this storyline. It you know, it would be perfectly perfectly played out. You know, and, and you could go back and people be talking about it for years, Sammy in the bloodline, how it ended with him finally getting that world title win. I just think it's perfect. I do understand that some people just aren't ready for Sammy to leave the bloodline yet, you know, and, and when the turn happens, you can't go back on it. When he's out, he's out. And that'll be a tough moment because it's been such a good time. And I'll be so sad when the moment happens, but also so happy because I know what can come next from it. Um, so I understand why people don't want to ha- want it to happen yet. What I would say, though, is we've had a, you know, WWE have got a bit of a bad reputation of finding something good, but just you know, not pulling the trigger on it quick enough and they just let it become stale. And I think the bloodline had become stale and Sammy has rejuvenated it. What I'd say is I think in this scenario, it could be better to leave us wanting more rather than, you know, like let's say let's say Roman keeps the belt and the end goal was Sammy wins the title at WrestleMania 40. That's probably too long. Have you really got another 12 plus months of this Sammy and the bloodline stuff? Some people say yes, because it is amazing. But eventually, even the best stuff in wrestling does become stale, I promise. You know, it, it always happens. So if they were to do it a little bit quickly and leave us wanting more, I don't think it'd be the worst thing. So my pick personally is Sami Zayn. Let me know who yours is. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Do, as I asked, please do share, follow, like the podcast wherever you're listening to this. If you listen to it on YouTube, please do subscribe. Uh, we have started posting on YouTube now. We've not got webcam yet, but it will be coming definitely in the future. I really want to add that and some more content to the YouTube channel that's not just uploading full podcasts. I want to do some shorts, some like shorts, little videos and all that good stuff that wrestling YouTubers normally do. Also, please do follow the Twitter accounts. I know I've asked a couple of times already, but I am really trying to grow them as a platform because I love Twitter. I love just talking rubbish and, and you know interacting with people. It's fantastic. But without further ado, have a fantastic rest of your day or evening whenever you listen to this, guys, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye.